Welcome to the Dirty Slides Podcast, episode four. I am your host, Joe Prano, here at the Laz Lair with my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. Laz, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good, but Joe, I I just got to say my condolences for your loss this week. R.I.P. Vint. Vincent Prano. Thanks, buddy. I, I know how hard it is. Yeah, it has been. It has been tough. Uh, I I didn't. Uh, I was just telling you before. I didn't. I thought I was mentally prepared. He'd been sick for a, a yeah. little while. He'd been struggling, and uh, I was like, I, I'm kind of a pussy. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to this stuff, like uh, you know, family and yeah. and friends and you, stuff like you that. You just have a heart, Joe. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But I but I was like, I was prepared to be broken up about yeah. it and uh i was not prepared at all yeah it's not um it's not it's like a it's like a totally different thing yeah it's like i had a dog growing up he passed away you know I, right. we got him when i was like 12 and he passed away when i was like 25 but it was like a family dog and it's this a was, family dog you can share the grief yeah you know like that's the thing with um that i discovered when my dog died a few years ago there was you know my friends were here i told you i did a, a basically an irish wake for her um, but it was a deep sobbing yeah. that, um, you know, was just as, as impactful as, as if when you lose a loved one who's yeah. a human. Yeah. So it's really tough. I, I've been, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to like ruin the whole episode yeah. with like dead dog stuff, but, <laughs> um, what I kind of like went through was like, wait, why? Like, you, you know, I, I'm used to losing like grandparents or right. aunts or uncles or whatever. And it's like. You know, you you always hear like the old saying, like a, a parent should never like bury their child. But like right. when you get a dog, yeah. you're signing up for that. Yeah, you're they're, they their whole lifespan is you're adopting a tragedy. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. less than your your lifespan. Yeah, and I've had my whole adulthood, twenty five to right. thir- to thirty eight. Yeah, and I said last night to my girlfriend, and I I really think I mean it. I think he might have saved my life. Sure, like when I was twenty three, twenty four. It was bad, man. I was not a good. I was not in a good way. Yeah. Alcohol and drugs were being consumed at right. like you know record rates. Yeah. But people talked about my streak like I was Cal Ripken. You know what I mean? Like, have you been out for thirty consecutive days? I'm like, yeah. And you should come out too, you fucking pussy. Yeah. Right. And then you get a dog, and you're like, like, oh, I gotta go. Home. Yeah. You go out for happy hour, and yeah. it's like midnight. You're like, I, dude, I've already been out fucking six hours. Like, I gotta go. Right. I have a dog. Yeah. And. um I'll tell you the one story that makes me know he saved my life. When I, I did go out day drinking once when I was, uh, like, 25 and, and just got Vince. And so I go out at, like, 1 or whatever for, like, margaritas by, by the McCarran Park in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. And I just got two banged up. Left them at, you know, 1. Came home probably at, like, 5. And fell down on the bed and just, like, passed out for a little bit. And woke up. He had chewed through my jean leg. And was like licking my knee, and I like woke up and was like, "What?" And I was like, "Fuck, I gotta take you out, dude." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, "Yeah, you can't. You got a dog now, bro. You yeah, can't man. be just coming home and passing out like yeah. you don't have a fucking care in the world. Your dog will eat through denim. <laughs> like that dude needs to go out." Yeah. And uh, yeah, so 
uh, Rip Vince. Rip Vince, man. It's, it's tough, a good dog. But He's yeah. a good boy. Um, okay. Yeah. So Thanks for starting us off like that. Sorry. Lance. Sorry, let's, bud. Uh, let's go fucking. Let's go around the league. Let's go around the league. Yeah. So um, let's just let's just start with my Giants let's because because I said I think at the the Dirty Sports Baseball Preview Show if the Giants could be 500 at the end of the month before Baumgartner comes back that would be a minor miracle. When is he due back? He just started throwing. Okay. So, you know. So relatively soon. So relatively soon. But barring some sort of right m- mishap. Yeah. Barring him going, of, yeah, him going dirt jumping biking or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> or as Ruther would say, just like carrying his girlfriend and his wife on his back anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he married his slump buster. That's why he's he a champion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why. Um, but they are 15 and 15, and even though they are basically Andy Ruther versus Max Scherzer with runners in scoring position. Right. So that's a fucking miracle. It is. Yeah. And I mean, you're you're at a place in uh, in the season, 15 and 15 after 30 games, which is basically you know a, a, a fifth of the season. You're yeah. you know 17 percent of the way through the season or something like that, and you got you have. Pablo Sandoval on the mound at times. Looking like a pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> like looks like a pitcher. He kind of does. Like he has yeah. like a uh, he has like a Bart body. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? For sure. But I mean, like he extends through, he yeah. gets down, he picks up the dollar bill. What, he was amazing. What was the what was the situation about? You guys were just getting blowed out. Just getting just getting boat raced. And yeah. Like uh I think we had three different relievers who threw um, you know, three consecutive days. So they're they're not gonna throw. And uh, yeah, it was Pablo time, and I, I I love it because do you do you follow Pitching Ninja? No, there's I don't. a guy on Twitter called Pitching Ninja. He he's like he's jumped on the scene I think this year, last year. He he's big on like pitching gifts, mm-hmm. and he'll do a lot of like uh, two pitch combos. Yeah, He'll be like watch this followed by this. It was like watch Pablo's like. 86 mile an hour fastball followed by like 76 mile an hour curve. His deuce was yeah, his deuce snapping. Yeah, and he got uh, three ground balls, got yeah. out of it, kept the yeah. ball. Three up, three down, right? Yeah, and just his like mannerisms up there were picturesque plus swag. You know, he looked like he belonged on the mound. He's also our emergency catcher, by the really? way. Really? Yeah, he came up as a catcher. Yeah, he's. A I, re- I remember that. Yeah. But and you know, he's actually a left-handed thrower. His dad taught him to throw right-handed because he's like, you're going to be 5'11", 280. You need to throw (laughs) right-handed. That's incredible. Yeah. So he has a hose from the left side and the right side. I mean, he's an amazing athlete. And Pablo, like, what what is it about Pablo? Because he went to Boston. He went to Boston. And it was a disaster. Complete disaster. Pablo does not belong in Boston. That's not a good situation. Yeah. He should have known that from the beginning. But what is it about Pablo's relationship with like San Francisco Giants fans that makes him so near and dear to your heart? Is it is it just like what Cologne was to everywhere he's ever been, where you're just like, look at him? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, like he's called the Kung Fu Panda. Barry Zito named it that because he's a hyper athletic fat man, right? Which is amazing to watch. And when he came up. Um, we hadn't had a hitter, like a real hitter, come up through the system forever. Yeah. You know, he came up a couple years before Posey, and uh, he was just a fun, you know, he's a fun A-B to watch because he'll swing at anything, and he'll square up almost anything, you know? So, um, 
Yeah, and he's just a jolly fat man who hits bombs. How he, how regularly is he playing for you guys these days? Not not regularly enough. For he's me. he's mostly just a bullpen arm. He's a bullpen <laughs> arm and a pitch hitter, and yeah. like you know, uh, you know, probably gets a start once a week. But you got to feel good if Pablo's coming into the on deck circle to pinch hit. Like, Absolutely, I got. I would feel confident. Like we, we, the Mets are sort of doing this uh, like vintage pinch hitter thing with uh, Jose Reyes, and it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, not a real. Pinch hitter type. No. No. Free swinging. Free swinging. Uh, every breaking ball in the dirt, his Looks helmet's going to fall off. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Mickey Calloway seems to have, like, all the right moves except for the move that is so obvious, which is uh, quietly murdering Jose Reyes <laughs> and throwing his body into Flushing Bay. <laughs> like, that's... Like, everybody knows that's the right move. Right. And but, yet he's like... Or I could pinch hit him in the ninth. <laughs> and you're like, why? Why would you do that? Why what would is you this, just like, kill him? What the fuck kind of pictures does he have of you? <laughs> this guy should not be in the big leagues. It's You know, it's tough to have a really good, like, off-the-bench player in the major leagues. Like, for our our whole existence, our number one hitter off the, off the bench was Gregor Blanco. Yeah. You know? And meanwhile, the Yankees can carry Strawberry and, like, right. whoever. You know? So it, it's great having Pablo. And I'm, you know, sorry for your troubles uh, for Jose Reyes because I know what that's like. Yeah. So you guys are, are at 15 and 15, which is like, like you said, I mean, you got to feel, feel good about it. Yeah. You are uh, two and a half games above the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are 12 and 17. Yeah. And have just lost Corey, Corey Seager. Seager for the season. Yeah. And benched Cody Bellinger for not hustling. Yeah. Who, by the way, I, I saw that he hit. A seed into Triple's Alley in right center field, and there's no excuse for a 22 year old guy not to get a triple. Yeah, there's just none. Absolutely. Yeah, and like 421 feet. Sometimes I feel like as a manager, you have to be careful when you're when you're slumping mm-hmm. uh, and when your team's struggling not to go like, well, you're benched you're because right. like fuck it, like you're acting out. Right. But in that situation, it's like, dude, you're 22. Yeah. And you're not hustling like. I don't care if we're. I don't care if it's Game Seven of the World Series. Like, right. We're built. We're we're building a a fucking franchise here. We're not building like a a a, a squad for a series. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. I uh, I was totally okay with Doc Roberts benching him on that. Now I, they're twelve and seventeen. They're nine games back of Arizona, who, who's on fire. Who's on fire? Uh, I saw the stat, and it was they were the first team since like nineteen oh eight or something to win their first nine series. So, wow. and they're like 21 and eight at, at the time. I think they were 19 and eight. So basically they're, they're winning two of every three games of a series. Yeah. It's like, that's a all you have to do that's in really baseball. Yeah. And you will be looking down at your division rival that you were most worried about and be like, Oh, they're nine games back. Right. Or Colorado. Oh, they're six games back. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy now cow. let's talk about the Dodgers real quick because Turner was out. Mm-hmm. He's he's coming back relatively soon, mm-hmm. but they lose Corey. At what point did we start panicking about the Dodgers? And by the way, I don't give a fuck about the Dodgers. I when I moved to LA, I yeah. was like, I want to root for the Dodgers. Like I I can have an NL West team sure. when I live here if my team's in the NL East. And then like I love Scully. 
I love Dodger Stadium. You were open to Dodger Dome. They, they were our. They took our. You know, they took our team. Yeah. I, I the first Dodgers game I went to, I wore a Brooklyn hat, just yeah. like say, hey, just yeah. don't forget where you came from. Right. I'm here. I am here from Brooklyn. Let's do this. I'm now. I'm like fuck the Dodgers. What Cor- turned you? Corey Seager is. Was hurt because he's been playing in the middle infield across from Chase Utley, who's a garbage human, <laughs> and the karma is real. It's like, did you turn on the Dodgers when Chase Utley became a Dodger? I turned on the Dodgers because you didn't hate them that much before the slide. I didn't. I didn't hate them that much before the slide. That series that 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 happened in, I was like, what am I talking about? Like they're still in the NL. Yeah, like, right. This is a team that we can face in the playoffs, and we are facing in the playoffs. Yeah. I was like, fuck this Dodgers team. Yeah, and fuck Chase Utley for sure. Sure, I don't give a fuck if. I don't care what happens to fucking Vin Scully. Like if he's if he's gonna be up there in the booth and not fucking talking in poetic terms about how Chase Utley's a garbage human, <laughs> then you're fucking you're part of the problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're part of the problem. Feel you, dude. Like Feel it, you. If, if you're not against it, you are for it. Yeah. If you are not openly against it, you are for it. Corey Seager. Clearly not openly against it. Well, well, that, that's what you got. There, there you go, Karma, yeah. buddy. You know, so somebody just dirty slid into your fucking elbow tendons. <laughs> you're now you're out done. for the fucking season. Yeah, that is a tough loss. I got to tell you, something I've been thinking about with the Dodgers lately is that losing a Game 7 of the World Series can really set you back. I don't know if you guys have never lost a Game 7 in your lifetime. Uh, have no. You? No. We did, the Giants did with the Angels, um, the Russ. No, it was uh, we started a broken down Levon Hernandez in Game Seven, um, and it and it just it just knocked us completely backwards. We were a little bit more of a veteran team at that time than the Dodgers are. I mean, yeah. Dodgers got a lot of young talent, but just mentally, it can it can destroy you. So I'm not panicking about the Dodgers just yet because I think they could throw Kike at shortstop, who I think is a gamer, or Chris Taylor, but. Ooh. But I don't know, man. But and and again, like I mean, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now: the Los Angeles Dodgers are not winning the NL West. Okay, yeah, they, they I might, think that's fair. They might survive. They might make the playoffs. They might, you know, they've got enough talent. They're deep enough roster. They still have Kershaw. Yeah, they still have what? But the combo, and this is what I've said uh, all year: is like it's not it's not just about how you're playing. You're in a, a division where the, the Diamondbacks were already good and young and athletic and now are better, and you guys have fallen off, and they made the playoffs last year, and you won the division last year, and it's like this, you know, I was talking to a former intern of the pod, of the Dirty Sports podcast, Joe Shabelli, yeah. who's an unreasonable Dodgers fan, yeah. although I'm pretty sure he put the nail in the coffin when Seager got hurt because yeah. he's also a fucking gloom and doom guy. Yeah. But um, He's like, well, we swept the fucking Diamondbacks last year, so they're not that good. I was like, yeah, the Mets swept the fucking Cubs the year before they won the World Series. Wait, wait, wait. wait. They swept the Diamondbacks in all 19 games that in, they played? Uh, no, in the playoffs last year. Oh, okay. Like, all oh, right. Yeah, they're better. It's like, yeah, and the Mets swept the Cubs in the playoffs, and then the Cubs won the World Series next year. It's like, that's what happens. Like, yeah. That, that is probably part of their growth. Yes. That they got spanked by their division rival in, in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah. And now they fucking turned it up a notch. Hashtag you, never again. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> and you guys lost two huge players already. Yeah. Dave Roberts is fucking suspect. Dave Roberts is the, the Ben McAdoo of, 
of baseball coaches. I think Ben Roberts is basically the Westworld of, yeah. of <laughs> yeah, totally. all, all managers. <laughs> like he is just a program set there by the the Guggenheim he Foundation. Looks exactly like fucking uh, what's his name, <laughs> Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey, not Jeffrey Rush, Jeffrey, no. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Arnold. Yeah, Whatever. Arnold. Exactly. <laughs> we, <Yeah. that's, laughs> well, I think we have a title for the episode. Dave Roberts is Arnold from Westworld. <laughs> we got we got to get a Photoshop of right. him with the matte black glasses, just like waking up on the beach. Right. He wakes hey, up on Rich Hill has thrown 90 pitches, taking him out. Can I get can I get a Photoshop of Dave Roberts on the beach with like uh, Corey Seager and Justin Turner like floating dead? In the, in the, the body on, of water. Didn't know I know there. you can do it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so Colorado, 16 and 15, six games back. I don't know. I think I, I, you know, I'm not a Diamondbacks fan, but I do like what they've been doing there. And I think it's early, but. 21 and 8 is 21 and 8. Aren't the Red Sox 21 and 8? Just win series. Yeah. Just win series. The Red Sox are 21 and 8. Yeah. By the way, uh, the Diamondbacks new uni isn't is kind of growing on me yeah you know the dark pants and like the weird little neon green it's kind of growing on me i'll tell you why i like the diamondbacks uni because they have been around for i believe 20 years now correct yes Yes. and they've only missed on unis they've (laughs) only missed (laughs) they've literally only missed so like it's like watching it's like watching your ball club and they start the game, and everybody in your lineup has struck out for the first, like, six batters. Right. And you're like, Jesus Christ, we're not only going to get no hit, we're going to get Steve Nebraska. <laughs> and then your seven-hitter comes up, and he rolls over to third base, and you're like, you know what, I'll take it. Like, yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll just, exactly. Like, at least yeah. we're making contact. Yeah. Next is solid contact. Yeah. Then a base hit, like, slowly but surely. And I don't, like hate the Diamondbacks uniform and every other version of the Diamondbacks uniform I've hated. Loathed. Loathed. Yeah. Like they started with like the neon. It was just like bad southwestern art. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they went to like even the even the the like shilling the World Series days where Which they was like, like black was like black with like the, yeah exactly like with pinstripe the, with like the hot purple with the vest. Yeah. With yeah. The vest. Yeah. And then, like, All sorts of even, even the recent turn to, like, the dark red, mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, now we're just going, like, full southwest, like, <laughs> we're going, like, Monument Village, yeah, like, right. Arizona, like, sunset colors. Yeah. I like that red, like, as an accent to, like, the dark gray, the yeah. black, like, the, 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 the bright green or blue or whatever the fuck that is. I like, I, I just like the big splash of color yeah. in your uni. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of, I like the old-timey pinstripe look, but I think I think you got to leave that for old-timey teams. Yeah. You know? You can't be a new-timey team with, with pinstripes. And, and also just, like, find a personality because they came and they were like, we're hot and new. And, like, them and the Rays came in together. And the Rays were like, our Ray is rainbow. And you're like, what the, the f- fuck? Is this a gay yeah, devil right. ray? And then, and then both of them the were like, The first Rays whoa. uniforms were like, Bad '90s in living color, kind of, yeah, you know. Um, and then, and then the the Marlins, the Marlins first hat. The, the original, the, the original Rays uniform looked like a fucking 
notorious big sweater like it, did. it was like it what did. is this? what's happening how many colors are you guys having <laughs> in the word devil Little rays race. yeah it's like some fucking hologram shit <laughs> um but yeah, I actually do like where the where the Diamondbacks have settled, and now they have like the the striped pant that comes down from like two like a big stripe right, to, to a little one. Stripe. I yeah. like it. I, I'm, like I'm just down have it. your own, find your own thing, find your own style. Yeah, it took them a little bit. The Rays uniforms still suck. Yeah, yeah, the Rays got more boring. Yeah, they went Padres, and the Rays. We like I think the ba- uh, that Major League Baseball is at like a good size, mm-hmm. but. If the Devil Rays, and I still call them the Devil Rays because look at them, yeah, are gonna play with those uniforms in that stadium in front of nine hundred. Do people? we need them? No. Do we fucking need them? No, we don't. Let's give somebody else a. If if you were gonna get rid of Tampa, because yeah. there's already fucking Marlins down there, right? It's not like they don't have a Florida team. It's just like South Florida is bad for pro sports yeah. all the way around. And South Florida also has plenty of baseball. Right. There's plenty of baseball to watch. You guys can watch a, a minor league game every six miles on yeah. the highway. Right. <laughs> of, like, guys who are going to be in the big leagues. We're not talking about, like, the, the, the shitty minor leagues. We're talking about, like, you can watch big leaguers making rehab starts, like, yeah. every day. Everywhere. And where do we – what city do we go to if, if it's not Tampa? Um, I mean, I have the obvious answer if you ask me. I have two. I have two strong answers. Two strongs, huh? Um, is Nashville a major league city? Ooh, I like it. I don't know if it is. Yeah, That's, it also seems like minor league territory. It does. It does. I feel like everywhere in the South is just SEC football. Yeah, and it's really hard to draw. Yeah. And um, the Braves already struggle to draw right. fans. And they so like built they, two new stadiums yeah. in the last twenty years. They need they need like the, like as much as I love like Carolina baseball. Yeah, like they need those Carolina fans. Like right, they you, do. We, we can't give it to them. To me, is it Portland? I would love Portland. Yeah, is is, I mean, do they call them the Portland Mavericks? You bring back do the it, Mavericks. Right? Yeah. yeah, I say go Portland. First of all, it's got a it's got like the. Like when you're there, it's got like the industrial feel. It's got mm-hmm. like that Cleveland. It's like the Cleveland of the, the Cleveland Pacific, of the West. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> but it's like a great city. More like I think that it's more breweries or more bars per capita uh-huh. than any. Uh, I heard the strip clubs city. are and incredible then, and more strip clubs right. per capita, which is great for big leaguers. Great for big leaguers. Yeah. And hipsters love like new. They love to jump on like the new thing. You yeah. Know? Like, right. like the only people who are Brooklyn Nets fans are hipsters. Yeah. So like. Portland. So do you think the Portland, the new Portland Mavericks, will go wool uniforms for the hipsters? Totally. Like just you just have to wear those. Like you have to wear those throwbacks, right? Yeah. It's not even throwbacks. It's just like you never missed a beat. Yeah. In fact, Kurt Russell should start the franchise. Like I agree. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Like I agree. You always want to be a baseball from Tampa owner. Bay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do it for Bing. And the other one is Vegas. Yeah. I mean, you've got they've, the Golden Knights who are crushing it. Killing my sharks, uh, the Raiders. The are Raiders coming, are coming, right? And like, I feel like the Knights, and I'm not a big hockey guy, but they made it from like a novelty, like oh, Vegas is gonna have a sports team. To like, yo, Vegas has a sports team, and they're good, yeah. and the Raiders are coming. Are and they drawing got, well in Vegas? The Golden Knights. I think Do we so. Know? Yeah. yeah, and then Harper's from there, right? Chris Bryant's from there. Matt Williams from there. Matt, yeah. So like, we have there's baseball in in Vegas. The Mets had a have their AAA team there, okay. which is so fucking stupid. 
because you know you want to be flying your AAA guys when they get called up. You you definitely want to be flying them from Vegas to New York, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, you didn't pitch tonight," and now Harvey's back off deal. You're back in Vegas. You're like, "Great, this was awesome." Yeah, right. Let's move them back to Binghamton, you dumb fucks, <laughs> or Buffalo or wherever. Um, I say Vegas. I, I I'm down with that. Are they an American League team? Like, okay, so like we're moving the Rays, so they got to stay in the American League. It seems like an American League West team yeah right um so we'd have to do some realignment again we'd have to do some realignment all right let's talk realignment now all right so you got texas oakland la angel season it, it seems to me like texas could texas move to the texas or houston could move, move to, to become the, a central team right right and then move cleveland back to the american league east i'm i'm for it and Honestly, then Vegas, Vegas, American League West. The, the only thing you kill is you kill the Houston, uh, Texas rivalry. Houston, Texas rivalry. Hmm. Okay. Or, or how about this? How about you just move them to the Central? Vegas, Vegas to okay. the Central, and then you move Cleveland back to the East. I like it. Does that I'm take in. care of it? I think we've solved it. Okay. <laughs> boom. Done. There you go. You're welcome, Major League Baseball. Also, fuck, you know, who gives a shit about your goddamn three? Like, just just make it one big fucking thing. Make it top whatever teams make the... Uh, make the playoffs? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm more for that in baseball than I am in uh, basketball, basketball, which you're talking about doing. Because in baseball, it's like, there's actually, there's like history here. Like, you just had to win the pennant. Right. And go to the World Series. Right. I mean, it essentially works that way anyway. But I, fuck it. We'll just keep... I, I like your idea. If we move... Move Cleveland back to back to the AL East. Yeah. Then you, I mean, they're good now. So you got then you got Cleveland, New York, Boston, Baltimore, and Toronto. And Toronto. Yeah. That feels right. You know. I'm into it. And then Vegas is the westernmost central team. Was it Houston? Was Houston an NL Central team? Well, first they were an NL West back in the days. Right. Uh, but yeah, they were. NL and then central. they were an NL Central. Right. So we could also like. I mean, how long is this Texas? This Texas Houston rivalry isn't that fucking. There, there's literally no history to yeah. it. <laughs> so fuck it. I'm also down to. I am also down to put Vegas into the fucking into the west, west and move move Houston into the central to replace Cleveland. Right. There, Houston is the easternmost team of the AL West. Houston's east of Arlington, right? Yeah. So yeah. move them to the central. And also, they've moved around plenty. Right. They're so vagabonds. Yeah, they don't, they don't really shit. belong anywhere. They're like, we're gonna win the World Series. Just tell us what division we have to win. Yeah, it out doesn't of. matter. So I'm I'm all for that. Okay, yeah. Vegas or and le- and then honestly, it's the same issue if we go Portland anyway. Okay, yeah. So, so right. Yep. Done. So, so there you have it. We just done. We just realigned the big we just, leagues. We just re- <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues, Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Or and or Portland. And or Portland. <laughs> what would you name the Vegas team? I mean, you gotta have to rebrand them. Yeah. You know. They're not going to be the Vegas Rays. That's no, stupid. no, that'd be horribly dumb. Yeah, uh, like I think you go with like the um, the coolers. Yeah, <laughs> I think you go with something like unabashed, like Vegas reference. You know what I mean? Like the uh, the crapshooters. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the Vegas crapshooters. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love like it. the Vegas double downs. Yeah, the Vegas <laughs> double downs. That'd be dope. Right? Yeah. I can like see the hat. The, you the, the double the, D. The, 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 the double D hat. Yeah. 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 I like that. I also like, like the crapshooters. Yeah. Just like fucking dice all over the place. Like a, a lot of like a pair of dice on your sleeve. Oh, totally cool. 
Yeah, kind of like the gays jersey or the lookouts. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I was like the Vegas free breakfasts. <laughs> yeah, the Vegas buffets. <laughs> the Vegas buffets. The buffet killers. There's definitely there definitely have to be like a buffet rally. Like yeah. we're having the all you can eat rally. Yeah, all you can eat right. rallies. <laughs> if 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 the if the Vegas cra- so many dudes in if cargo the Vegas shorts. crap shooters score more than four runs in an inning, then like, the, they have a yeah. buffet that's f- like all you can eat for the next like, like forty minutes. Yeah, 40, yeah. <laughs> for like for an hour following the game. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? Be like Black Friday, people killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> for a fistful of bacon. I love it. Yeah. And, and by the way, let Mark Cuban own that team, and let's just yeah, let, please. let's go. Yeah, let's go. All right, going around the league, what else we got? We got Boston still leading. The Yankees won nine in a row at one point and are now two games back of Boston. They're 19 and 10 right now. Yeah, 21 and 8, Boston, 19 and 10 for the Yankees. That's that's going to be that division, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, Donaldson, is he back yet? Do the Blue I don't Jays know. have a chance? I don't. I mean, I don't the think Baltimore so. doesn't really have a chance. Baltimore is 8 and 21. So Baltimore, wow. Baltimore is. Yeah, wow. I, do, do we blame that completely on Machado being the shortstop now? We can't. I just think it's Baltimore like pitching. I, and I Baltimore's my AL team has been for a long time. They're in yeah. the, the Yankees division. Fuck them. And like love their uni. Love, love their, their love their stadium. Love their stadium. Love their uni. Love their history. Yeah. Love uh, like yeah. I just I love Ripken. Yeah. Um. When we get the Lazlair Garage Studio going, I'm gonna right. bring my game worn Ripken in a. Ooh. We'll hang it on the wall in a frame. Um. But they like, I feel like they're just law. They have no personality as a franchise anymore. Like they don't know how to spend with the is big Showalter boys. Is still in charge over there? I, I believe he is. Yeah. I see. I think with I'm Showalter, a Buck Showalter guy. I, I think he's a great manager, but I think it's kind of like it's kind of like Harbaugh yeah. in the NFL. He he's just such a hard ass that it can just wear on you. Yeah. You know. And when you're a younger team, it's it's great. It's great yeah. when you're a younger team and you want to learn how to be, you know, the a big leaguer. Right. But when you're a veteran team and it's just the no fun zone all the time, like, let's be honest, Buckshaw Walters probably the least funny human employed right. yeah. Yeah. in the major leagues. You know? <laughs> if you're eight and twenty one, like you wanna you do not want to see Buckshaw Walter going in the clubhouse. No. Like not not fun. But I feel like Buck Buck has like he's gotten a lot of shit over the years because like he's took teams to the brink, but I'm like he also like took teams to the brink. Like right. he he built it, he made it. Some guy came in and just fucking some chill dude came in and yeah. was like, "All right, you guys are good. Let's yeah. go." Yeah. You know? But um I, I like I give Buck more credit for the that you know, the Yankees and the Dimebacks like then. Sure. You know, probably a lot of people and I don't know. It's, I just feel like Baltimore's in a shitty situation where it's like Boston and the Yankees, they're at the top. They're going to fucking spend. It, and there was a time when Baltimore used to do that. They're like, yeah, right. we're in. Let's when they throw, had let's, Palmero and yeah, Ripken and money Brady and all those guys. I think just like the fact that they're not all in on Machado, that there's all these trade rumors involving this guy who's the best player they've had come up forever. Yeah. You know, I think that can really wear on a team. Especially in a, that competitive of a division, and just not locking this dude up, just pay him three hundred million dollars. Yeah, just yeah, you know exactly. Although, but maybe they're afraid of becoming the Cincinnati Reds, right? You know, or you know, getting a Joe Mauer deal. Yeah, but, 
So it, I, I just feel like they're in a tough position. Cleveland leading the AL Central at 15 and 13. Detroit is actually in second place. That before that division was like everybody was right around like a game over 500. Now uh-huh. everybody's under 500 except for Cleveland, who's 15 and 13. Detroit's wow. 12 and 16. Minnesota's 9 and 16. I'm assuming because they've had games snowed out. <laughs> and Chicago's 8 and 19. And Kansas City. They eight don't and have a dome on that new stadium. I don't believe they. I don't believe it opens or closes. I think it's just open all the time. So you're telling me? No, I'm sure it's open all the time. The baseball team doesn't have a dome. Yeah. But the football team does in yeah. Minnesota? Yeah. That's fucking backwards. Yeah. yeah. That's stupid. I mean, I get it a little bit because you're like, uh, like you you want to have a stadium that's not a dome, right? You do. But it's like it is but it's Minnesota. a warm weather sport. Yeah. Like why not have a, a, a retractable, have a retractable dome? dome? Right. Yeah. You know? I, I don't get it. Um, I hope that we're not totally wrong. And they're like, we do have a fucking retractable dome, you douche. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a completely open-air stadium. Yeah. Houston is a game and a half up on Seattle in the West. Houston's 2011, 20 and 11. Seattle is 17 and 11. I'm assuming because they've had games rained out. Right. And But they also uh, have a retractable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but sometimes it rains so much in Seattle, they're like, it doesn't matter. We yeah, can't, we like, can't <laughs> play with the sound of the rain on the yeah. roof. <laughs> Uh, the Angels are two is games Nelson back. Is Nelson Cruz back, by the way? He is. I kind of I low-key like Seattle. Yeah. Like, I don't low-key like them to win the division or low-key like them to compete, but I, I like I like the Mariners. I am a huge D. Gordon fan. Yeah. D. Um, Gordon, Cano. Cano. Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Yeah. They got uh, Hernandez. Brother of Seager. Seager. Yeah. yeah. King Felix. And uh, who may end up being the better Seager. Because he did not align himself with the devil. Yeah, exactly. So you got that going for you. Yeah. Cody Seeger or whatever fucking <laughs> ma- weird is same Kyle, name as your... Wait, is it yeah, Kyle, Kyle Seeger? Seeger. Yeah. And what's the devil Seeger? Corey. Corey. Yeah. Corey. And you know there's like a fucking Cody Seeger. Oh. You know? And you know there's like a a Chloe Seeger. <sighs> like like like, uh, like Clemens Kids. They're yeah, all yeah. nicknamed... Oh, what a douche. Yeah, like Clemens kids who all have K's K because Dan- oh, he's God. a white supremacist. Just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> They're all K's. You get it? Yeah. Well, you hate black people. Yeah. No, no. It's By a the stri- way, do you know a black thing. man? Is yeah. there a black man named Cody? Do you know one black man named Cody? Uh, Not Kobe. Cody. Cody. Cody feels like an exclusively white name. Yeah. I bet you there is, but I bet you he doesn't even feel good about it. Right. You know? Yeah. He's like, damn. And it's probably KO-D. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be awesome. <laughs> it's like his parents' name short for Codeine. <laughs> I like that scissor. <laughs> got to name him Cody. 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 <laughs> uh, the Mets still remarkably leading the NL East. They're a half game up on Atlanta, who are currently playing in a series. Truly remarkable because the Nationals are are uh, just struggling. Yeah, the Nationals yeah. are struggling. And uh, Bryce Harper said this of the Washington Nationals. I want I want to get your take on this. He said they asked him how he felt about Rendon and Murphy coming back, and he said something like, "Great, we're thirteen and sixteen with the Syracuse Sky Chiefs." <laughs> So essentially, he was throwing under the bus, like the guys that are there that are replacing the you know the big leaguers, the the, yeah. minor, the minor league guys who are there. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, you know, 
completely objectively, it's a douchey thing to say. Yeah. You know, but this is this is Bryce Harper. He's a hair flip. Right. Douche. He's, you know? Yeah. He had brave heart fucking eye black. But do you feel like. Uh, but he, he's not wrong. Right. Is the thing. You know. My, so I can't be qu- mad my at question him. is, if you're a guy in that locker room who is, you know, a minor leaguer. Is but, a but, sky chief. Right. Is, is essentially a sky chief. But a lot of times, yeah, maybe they have five of those guys up right now or right. four of those guys up. There's going to be one or two of those guys up the whole year for whatever reason. And right. then, of course, probably a lot of these guys are going to be back when they ex- expand the rosters if the if these guys are in, a, in the hunt at all. Right. Are you like, fuck you, dude? Like, uh, I'm probably just kind of avoid. I, I just probably kind of avoid Bryce Harper. Right. Kind of but I mean, like, in your, in your mind, more. are you like, fuck you, dude? I'm a big leaguer, too. Like, yeah. 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 You know, it it doesn't help the clubhouse. Yeah. What he said, it's kind of funny. It's kind it's kind of like, uh, you know, Bryce Harper is forever kind of funny, but not really. Right. You know, the funniest thing he's ever said is that's a clown question, bro. Yeah. Right. And it was like funny, like you were laughing at him. Yeah. It you was weren't? it was like funny, like oh, that's that's as probably as funny as you get. Yeah. You know, it was kind of a dickish thing to say. Right. You know, it wasn't truly inspired or clever or anything. So, it was just a hilarious millennial sentence. Yeah, it was. It was. That's a clown question, bro. Yeah, that's a clown question, bro. <laughs> that was it. That was as funny as he gets. So to yeah, me, I, I as a know. Mets fan, I love it. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. you, diss diss the guys in the locker room. It's great. Can't wait for one of them to choke you out again. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, is it? Right. Is Especially it, coming from a guy who hasn't won shit. Has lost in the playoffs every single time. A, a, a team that's lost every single time. So it's not like... Who is tremendous at the game of baseball, but definitely struggles at being liked. Yes. Yeah. It, he's... And we'll get to this later on because I, I read a great article and we'll get your take on it uh, later in the show. But he's arguably the second best player in baseball. Mike Trout is the best For player sure. in baseball. And everybody fucking loves, loves Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Angels fans love Mike Trout. A's fans love Mike Trout. I hate Fucking, the Angels. Yeah. They, they, they took my 2002 Astros title. Astros fans love, I Mike, love Trout. Mike Trout. Who doesn't love Mike Trout? Yeah. He's great. Who doesn't fucking love Eagles him? Eagles fans love Mike Trout. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves Mike Trout. It's like, you know, like it's almost like back in the day with Magic and Bird. Right. It was like everybody loved those guys, even kind of like the Celtics fans and the Lakers fans. You're like, Fuck Boston, and you're like, but Bird's, Bird's kind of a boss. Yeah, you know what I right. mean. And you're like, beat LA, and you're right. like, Magic. Man. I feel like I feel it's like killer. Boston fans really hated Kareem more yeah. than Magic. Yeah, they kind of, you know, they're like, damn. Yeah, Magic's, like, Magic's they were like, great. we started hating him when it was okay to just randomly hate black people. Yeah, and like he's so he's been grandfathered in. Right. Right. <laughs> also changed to a Muslim name, so like, the, yeah, so yeah, fuck all, him. All, the gloves are off. Right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Lou. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So f- I like for as a Mets fan, I'm like, great, do it. The Mets are a ga- uh, half game up on Atlanta. We're in a series with them right now. Philadelphia hanging around, two games back. Washington four and a half, and then Miami's only seven games back, eleven and eighteen. The Mets are struggling. Uh, Harvey has been moved to the bullpen. Okay, let's talk about Matt Harvey. Yeah. All right, so he's been we, we, so moved to the bullpen, and he has struggled. He has, has he had any success coming out of the bullpen yet? He had one game where he didn't pitch well. Then he had one game where he came into like a 5-1 game, gave up a bomb. 
and still won five two. Like okay, he got like he got the he got the fat not closed in the ninth. You know what I mean? Right. Came out came in with like a uh, might have came in six one even. Did he like, give himself a save? I don't think actually. I think it might have been a five run lead, and then he, he made it a four. And then run he made lead. a four run lead. Okay. Um. So then the thing was he was partying the night before that in in L.A. Quote where, unquote where, partying. Where, where do we think Matt Harvey was partying? Yeah. I mean Hyde. I feel like he would go to the like the club. Yeah. The the most you know hot club. Like he couldn't just go to a bar and. And, you know, hang out and have no. a couple drinks. He'd have to go, you know, table service, bottle yeah, service. Absolutely. Whores. Yeah. But that's who he is. Right. You know? Now, I was criticized. I, I, I think you saw this tweet. I was criticized of having, uh, quote, unquote, shop vac slurping of the New <laughs> York Mets. Yeah. Now, if, if people go back and listen, I'm pretty sure that you are the first one of us to give Matt Harvey the dude stamp of approval. Yes. Yes. You you were like, Matt Harvey's a dude. Yes. And I was like, I think he might be a dude. Yes. Because we both agreed it's like part of being a dude is being having a little are. bit of swag. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like the, the complete – let's put it this way. If Joe Maurer had like a tenth of Matt Harvey's swag, he'd unquestionably be, be a, a dude. dude. Right. Right? Right. You have to also and, – and people have – I've also gotten a lot of messages about the dude, like what makes a dude. Mm-hmm. And the best explanation that I've had is the French have a phrase called that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I don't know what. That's, cer- it's, yeah, I that's don't know certain what. something about right. them. And so it's hard to define. Right. But, but it's in – I think that's what Harvey has yeah. in spades. Yeah. What I think what's going on with Matt Harvey right now is that – do you even love baseball that much? Right. You know? Like, he's, as a baseball player, I don't know that he loves being a baseball player as, as much as he loves having that certain I don't know what. You know? I'll say this, and this is the worst, and, and it, it feels like a, a stomach punch to the gut when I say it, but Matt Harvey is starting to remind me of Carmelo Anthony. I don't think he obviously in baseball like you just out there everybody's just got to do their job right. like it's not so much about on-field chemistry yeah. as locker I think locker room chemistry is far more important in baseball than it is in basketball and yeah. on-field chemistry is far less important than in basketball but he's pitching like shit and they go like oh how do you feel about going to the bullpen I'm a starting pitcher me yeah. yeah, and then they're like, Carmelo, how about playing on the bench next year after scoring Absolutely seven not. points a game right. in the first round of the playoffs and getting your ass raped? And right. he's like, I'll never play on the bench. It's like, well, you probably should because you you're, suck. You're you're completely and totally washed. Well, I think, um, um, I think what's what's going on with Carmelo is the this kind of the same thing that's happening with with Matt Harvey. Carmelo doesn't love basketball that much. Right. Carmelo likes dribbling and shooting. And being Carmelo. It'd be Carmelo, you know? Just backing a dude down and and uh, just uh, bogarting the ball and shooting. He doesn't really love all the things about right. basketball. I feel like w- what they have in common is, like, they don't love the sport they're playing, 
But what is Matt Harvey if he's not a baseball player? What is Carmelo Anthony if he's not a basketball player? Right. What is Matt Harvey? He's a bottle service guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. like a dad bot in bottle service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, like at the back nine of his bottle service career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, the, and they're looking at him and they're like, is that guy fat or is he not fat? Is that kind of like dad right. bot-ish? Why does he have a dip in? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and he's like, and he also he's like a, just a Connecticut bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just a just a East Coast kind of dick. What I like about Harvey that I I that I never saw in Carmelo Anthony is like I think he does get pissed off, and I think that like that that is where a lot of like greatness can be can come from. Right. But now, like the bullpen thing, is like more of like a wallowing. Like he's not. He doesn't seem like he's pissed off now. He's like, I'm in the bullpen. I think he's he's more in love with. Satisfying his ego, yeah. Then the game, yeah. And that's what it looks like to me. But yeah, he should be a dude. So now the question is: I was going to say the question is because I don't want to shop back slurp my Mets anymore. <laughs> Would you say Matt Harvey is or is not a dude? Uh, I think he, he's a dude that really doesn't love baseball that much. Yeah, I still say he's a dude. Yeah, no, I mean he he's a total dude. You know. We just need him to fucking dude about baseball. Right. Like, he's a bottle service dude. Yeah. Like, when he walks in, people are like, yo, this dude's here. Right. Like, the fucking waitresses perk up. Right. The fucking clients perk that, up. He's that the dude The owner in the club. fucking comes down right. from upstairs. He's right. like, the dude is here. Right. The right. fucking but Bruce, he's not Bruce like that. Wayne just walked in. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He also he, did self-tag himself. I forgot about that. Yeah. He, he tagged himself to Dark Knight. Yeah. That's fucking really stupid. I feel like he's just Bruce Wayne at this point, though. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not. The, there is right. no Dark Knight. There's no Dark Knight. It's like he's, you're just Bruce. just Bruce Wayne. Which, like, when, Which you, is fine. when you watch any Batman movie or read any Batman comic book. It's all, what my, it's all what Alfred wants. He just wants him to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He wants him to stop but doing Bruce all this Wayne dude stuff. But Bruce Wayne is a douche, right? Right. Like, that's part of the thing. It's right. like, I have to be a douche. Because so no, so, because no one would ever think that a douche could be Batman, right? When in fact, if you really think about it, Batman is extremely douchey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like every night, you want to go out and beat up whoever? Do you want to know one of my favorite stories? This is unrelated, but I I always think it's like the single funniest thing ever. One of my favorite people on the planet, possibly like. Number one overall, maybe my spirit animal yeah. is Riza from the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, he went through a moment where he was so fucking like rich and so like in his own head and so like sort of like in egomaniacal mode that he actually like tinted out and bulletproofed like a a suburban yeah. and then like got weapons and like got fucking <laughs> got Kevlar and was like, I'm gonna be a vigilante. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to be Batman. Yeah. And they were like, yo, Riza, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you can't, can't do, that. do that. But hearing him talk about, like, the time that he was, like, on the verge of being Batman. Like, yeah. he had Alfred. He had, like, he had his boy, like, totally Alfred him up. And, like, they had a Batcave and they yeah. had whatever. And then he was like, no, you're right. It's probably dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super dangerous. Also, I got to work on That's the new hilarious. Beth album. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, so Matt Harvey's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Syndergaard got touched up a little last night. I don't, I don't worry about Syndergaard. And I'll tell you what, the the king dude on the Mets is Jacob Degrom. Like mm-hmm. that guy, just poor that poor guy. He's now in that. He's now in the Felix Hernandez zone where right. Like, yeah, the, like he's just like oh eight eight 
eight innings one of one run, run ball. Lost one to nothing. Yeah. yeah. Or, lo- or like 13 Ks. Lost three to one because right. I fucking left the game and the guy immediately comes in and somehow throws a three run homer <laughs> to the zero men on base. <laughs> and his name was Matt Harvey. Yeah. Uh, Cubs. Starting to do it. Right? Cubs, Brewers. Hey, that's my pick. Cardinals, Pittsburgh. The entire NL Central essentially wins games against the Cincinnati Reds. And they're all seven and twenty three. They're all a half the entire NL Central is a half game has a half game separation except for the Cincinnati Reds who are ten and a half. <laughs> Cubs sixteen eleven, Milwaukee eighteen and thirteen, St. Louis sixteen and twelve, Pittsburgh seventeen and thirteen. So that's a fun division. That's a fun division. Yeah. Um, can Pittsburgh hang on? I mean, I think I think St. Louis is going to be there in the end. They always are. Milwaukee was my sleeper pick. Um, can they hang on? I think the Cubs will be there. And Cincinnati, um, what the fucking fuck, man? Yeah. You know? If Cincinnati wasn't the birth of professional baseball, I would rip their team away from them in a second. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, if we're realigning, if Vegas is getting team, yeah. then Portland's getting team. Right. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, fuck the Reds. <laughs> And I understand that there's Reds fans out there who are like the tradition. I understand. I'm saying if it weren't for your if you tradition, the actual first team. If it weren't for your tradition, because there's no Cincinnati basketball team, there's no Cincinnati hockey team. There's the Bengals. There's the Bengals, which there shouldn't be. <laughs> right. Even even Bengals fans don't want the Bengals there. Right. And now Reds fans aren't showing up to the ballpark, and your team stinks. And you're free, all free, bitch. Joey Votto. You're man. all fucking bitches about it. Yeah. No one's like, you never see a Reds fan like, this is the angle. This is what we need to do. This is why I still go to ball games. This is what I'm here to see. They're not letting fucking Billy Hamilton steal bases. Joey Votto is just a Canadian quote machine at this point. <laughs> he's like the fucking Canadian. He's. I. I honestly feel like he's trying to get people to leave. Cincinnati and move to Canada. <laughs> like Joey Votto. First of all, can we just like free Joey Votto? Free Joey Votto and send him to the, the fucking Blue Jays. Yeah, right. Like get Blue Jays. Like take your boy back. Yeah, your boy is over here yeah. drowning in America. I <laughs> give the guy free health care yeah. and a reason to live again. Seriously, seriously. Oh my God, talk about drowning in America. Drowning in Cincinnati is just about the worst. Yeah, you know, what, like Joey Votto goes out, dominates ball games. Right? Hits lasers. Yeah. And then get, the gets in his car, drives by a bunch of fucking people in cargo shorts and camouflage hats, and is like, where the fuck am I? Do you think Joey Votto has a gun in his mouth every single night? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, nah, I got to go out and get three He's hits like, tomorrow. Nah, I, you can't do this because you, you make $300 million. Yeah. Like, think about how much that would do in Canada. Think about how much <laughs> cattle. Think about how many maple trees I could own. Yeah. How many hockey leagues I could form? And he's just and he's just talking to his fucking <laughs> therapist. He's like, sorry, I almost did it again last night. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was a boot to do it. <laughs> I was a boot to do it, but I had to hit fucking. But then bombs I remember the that day. Philly's coming to town. I got to troll their fans. <laughs> yeah, free Joey Votto and send him back to Canada. Seriously, bring Joey home. <laughs> bring Joey home. Hashtag bring Joey home. <laughs> Free Joey Votto. Oh, what a terrible place to be stuck, Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, gross. And they're just so fucking bad. And and they're and the food is terrible. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> I've talked about it so much on Dirty Sports. <laughs> You're right. I mean, Ruther, I Ruther pitched me like, on. Like, I had to go to college in, in Ohio for four years, and I'll never go back. Yeah. Like, how does Joey Votto feel? 
Ohio, in my opinion, as a state, like, can you think of a state that has less personality than Ohio? Mm. No. Well, I mean, Arizona's not great. Arizona's like a fucking. But at least the sun is shining. Yeah. You know, yeah, like uh, honestly, Arizona. When you say Arizona, fucking hot. That's like there's that's hot. more than you right. can say. Well, what can you say about Ohio? Um, LeBron James is from there. Like that's not a person. That's not a state personality. I, I just feel like the personality of Ohio is just good old fashioned American stoicism, right? Yeah. Nothing's funny. Like Indiana, when you think Indiana, just grin and bear it. Yeah, when I think Indiana, I think basketball. I think and the basketball, KKK. exactly. <laughs> and the Indy Five Hundred, right? You know, yeah. like I think, like Indiana and Ohio, very similar to me. Mm-hmm. But like, at least in Indiana, I'm thinking like basketball, Hoosiers, Larry Bird, fucking, you know, race cars. Yeah, yeah. When I, I think Ohio, say I'm like rust. That the homeless guy who had like a crazy good voice that they found on the street that one time. Is that the guy who said to draft uh, Johnny Manziel? Is I that think that so. Yeah, 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 that's why he's homeless again. Yeah. <laughs> I think that like the river on fire. I think Andy Ruther. Like, there's no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know it's it's sad because my uh, the Lazarus family they're from Ohio and they're from Cincinnati and I was there a lot, but it's terrible and once my grandparents died i was like i'm never coming back here like delaware doesn't have much of a personality but at least it's like at least rich gannon came from there yeah but but also like joe flacco delaware is like the the, the little mid-atlantic like there's like there's a beach yeah and george washington you know did something there crossed it crossed it yeah right like something happened it was like one of the you know it's one of those early Fucking states. Yeah. You know, like the oh, original yeah. thirteen. Yeah. Right? And and New England, I feel like I feel like all of New England has at, like in little Connecticut, New Hampshire, all those Rhode Island, they have their own personalities. Newport, Rhode Island's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Vermont has is, is stunning. Yes. You know? Yeah. New Hampshire is like little Massachusetts. Right. Don't tread on me. Yeah. Right. What like I Ohio is the most to me is the most blah state that we have in the fifty states. If one state could be swallowed up in a, like a 2012 situation where it just gets swallowed and and the rest of the land masses kind of come together, you, I mean, I'd probably I would probably say Ohio's got to go. I, I think that there's more. There's probably it's terrible. There's probably more offensive people like in like the Mississippis and like the Arkansas. Is Alex place. Jones from Ohio? Oh, I don't know. That's a great question. Does he have the most personality in Ohio? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but like even Kentucky, Kentucky's like right across the river from Cincinnati. Right. Kentucky crushes Ohio in personality. Oh, a lot more like interesting things. Horse happen. racing, horse racing, bourbon, Clooney, the Louisville horse. Yeah, yeah. Rick Pitino, uh, Johnny Depp, John Depp, Thompson. Could, right, like uh, Kentucky literally is South Ohio, killing the game in personality. Yeah, I mean Ohio's got what. William Howard Taft? Yeah. Chris Collinsworth. Grover Cleveland? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth. God damn it. I, although, I think he's from Florida originally. Collinsworth? Yeah. Um, Chris, yeah, I mean, Chris Joey, Col- Chris Joey Collinsworth is, is, a, is a straight-up swing state bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Votto is it. Literally carrying Ohio's personality yeah. on his Canadian shoulders. And, and LeBron. And LeBron. 
and LeBron. But fuck, when LeBron leaves, yeah, squish it together. <laughs> squish it. <laughs> All right, Move we the got, Reds to Vegas. We've got uh, – w- before we get to the, this For the Win article that I want to close mm-hmm. the show on, uh, it's time for America's fastest-growing podcast sensation. Dude, not a dude. Dude or not a dude. And uh, shout-out to Dylan Mata, Dylan Beverly Mata, Beverly Dylan Mata, who is putting together the book of Deuteronomy. I which fucking is, love that. Which is, is that real? all of the dudes – or not dudes, or maybe dudes, or the dudes that we have um, named on this show. So he's gonna—he's he's putting together a book for us. That's but incredible. It's hard for him to keep up with uh, all of our—he's he's taking our answers from the show. And so mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to streamline how we're doing dude or not a dude. If you have a dude or not a dude question, I'm going to ask that you not DM it to us, not email it to us, not whatever. Send it to— at Dirty Slides on Twitter mm-hmm. and use the hashtag dude or not a dude. That way, when Bev goes and just clicks on dude or not a dude hashtag, all of the questions will be there. He's going, he, he wants to be able to send us before the week starts. Uh, here's all the ones that you guys got this week. Here's the ones. And then we, you know, sometimes I think the, the obvious answer is people hit us up on Twitter and they're like, hey, uh, Mike Trout, dude or not a dude. And it's just like, Come Dude. on. Yeah, like right. we don't need to save this for the show, right. you know? Right. Um, but for the ones that, that that you guys bring up that we do want to discuss on the show, put hashtag dude or not a dude. Don't DM it to us. Don't send it to us privately. Send it to it publicly so that uh, Bev can take it. He can add it to the book of Deuteronomy. He can, he can remind me that. pre-episode uh, what, what people asked, and we can get to him. Yes. We are sticking with the theme, though, this week. Yes. First week. We did all Joseph's, Joseph's, the Joey's, the Jose's. Right. Uh, last week we did the Andes, the Andrews, the Andrahars. Uh, Joaquin Andujar. Yeah. I forgot about him. And I'd this week dude. you you brought a uh, you brought an interesting theme. You yeah. threw it at me before the game. Yeah, I I thought you know because of um, a, a terrible slides loss we we had this week that we should do all Vincents. I like it. R.I.P. Vincent Prano. R.I.P. Vince. So I had three. And Vince, and I should say this because this will help us along with the game. Vince was the man of many names. He yes. was He was Vincenzo. He was Vince. He was Vincente. He was a Mr. Vince. He was Vinny. Yeah. So there's so many. You can cut. There's Vins. You know? Right. I think Vin, Vince, Vincent, and Vinny all in the same. Yeah. Vicente. Yeah. Vicente. You know? Yeah. So that actually, the Vicente reminds me of a new one. So, you know, instead of three, maybe let's do four. Let's do it. Okay. So my first one, um, former Cardinal, former Met, NL stolen base champion, Vince Coleman. Joe, what do you think? So Vince Coleman, early days Cardinals. This is, this is the guy who's doing what I'm saying the the Reds should be doing a Billy Hamilton. They were just like, get on base, steal. Like, right. how, let's see how many you can hundred bases. Yeah, hundred base stolen guy. Came to the Mets and was a disaster. But that, <laughs> but like, was a disaster in part of that. Uh, like, it was a disaster. They got Bonilla. They got Vince Coleman. They got fucking all these people. It, it was turned, this like 1991? Two, yeah, two? yeah, yeah. And it was kind of a w- dream team situation, yeah, and ended up being the worst record of baseball. Right. They won like 40 games. Yes. Um, then Vince Coleman's big moment is he threw 
a firework at a member of the press in the Mets clubhouse. Yes. That's not a dude move. That's not a dude That's move. That's not a dude move. No. I mean, you could, like, look at JPP. You can hurt somebody with fireworks, man. Hurt, hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what dudes do with fireworks? Dudes put invite everybody over to their backyard on 4th of July. And shoot them off into the air. And shoot them <laughs> off into the air and fucking have tons of food and tons of fucking shit. And, they, and, and they're out there fucking duding it up. And they're like, look. Yeah. No fucking around, kids. This is the fucking line. Don't cross it. Right. I'm That's about to do move. dude shit over here. Yeah. And you're going to enjoy dude shit over there. Yeah. A guy who then throws a firework into that group. At a, yeah. That's not, not a, a dude, dude move. You're yeah. not a dude. Yeah. Absolutely so steal not. all the bases you want. Yeah. Not a dude. Not this a is dude. not. This is not Ricky. No. No. This is not a dude. Yes. I agree completely. Um, okay. Next one. Vinny Castilla. Hit a lot of bombs yeah. for um, the Rockies, for sure. I, the Braves? The Braves. Yeah, I mean, I think he was a guy who just came on good teams to hit bombs. Um, where's Mullet? Yeah. Swing as say, hard as he The original could. Theo Vaughn. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Mexican Theo Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, quiet. Like, to me, I don't know what the uh, Mexican word for dude is, but to me... It's is, is it it, way? it's caballero. Caballero. Yeah. Like to me, when he when that dude rolled back to fucking wherever he was from in Mexico, yeah. or when he went out and probably like the Mexican area of Colorado, yeah. I feel like he was welcome with caballero. Yeah. Yo way. Compa. Yeah. Fuck, I think he's a, a straight up. I think he's one hundred percent no question first yeah. ballot dude. Like, I, I almost feel like walk. Softly and carry a big stick yeah. is like a dude motto. Absolutely, and that's that's Vinny. I, I this is a story I heard from Todd Helton about Vinny Castilla when he came up. He was a big time prospect. I think he struck out three times in his first game or whatever. And Vinny took a, took him in under his wing and is like, "Don't worry about it. Swing out of your ass. Everything's gonna be fine. Hang out with me." And Todd Helton possible hall of famer yeah so he's absolute like, dude he's, like, he's like what what now what happens he goes yeah. so like and like <laughs> don't worry about it doesn't Vinny just strike you as a guy who like finished the game went into the locker room took a shower sat in his locker for a minute Had drank a 45 tecates yeah and talked about like and talked rode, baseball. rode a fucking horse home <laughs> yeah because right? he's a fucking horse yeah yeah because yeah. he's a goddamn dude, dude. and yeah. you know what he probably lived on a fucking dude ranch <laughs> Somewhere outside Denver, Colorado, and I wouldn't be surprised if some fucking Rockies fan came. Yeah, he did ride a horse regularly <laughs> to the ballpark. He was a dude. I'm like, so, yeah, I am. I'm actually not surprised at all. Yeah, yeah. I w- I actually would be more surprised t- to see Vinny Castillo in some sort of electric automobile or gas powered automobile. I would be shocked at that. Yeah, shocked at that. I think Vinny Castillo is my um, my third baseman on my all time '90s dude team. You know? Yeah. Like, Cam and Itty, mm, too much roids. Too much too goatee. Weird. Yeah. Too much goatee. You know? Yeah, it's way too much roids. Didn't, 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 like, have a beer after a game, shot himself up after a yeah. game. Yeah. Too weird. Yeah. Give me Vinny Castilla all day long. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Vicente. Vicente Padilla. Yeah. You remind me of Vicente. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up. 
like you my, might have to look up my the shit. Exactly. My gut tells me. My gut tells me, dude. My gut tells me, dude. But we got to see how, like, because Vicente Padilla didn't have a lot physically going on. No. <laughs> he was like, he was like Bartolo Colon, but way less athletic. Yeah. 6 1. Vicente de la Cruz Padilla is a Nicaraguan former professional baseball pitcher. Let's see how long he lasted. From Nicaragua. His professional debut was 1999. His last game, he's playing in Japan in 2013. He played 13 years in the big leagues. He looks like a guy that literally would come over, drink 50 Tecates while painting your house. Yes. He's not an athletic-looking dude. No. He has a gut. He looks like he looks pretty mean to me. Yeah, I, I remember him. He looks uh, like a right-handed, less talented knockoff of like Fernando Valenzuela. Right. He's got that definitely. He's got more of the, the the classic Indian look than the Spanish look. He's a dude to me. Yeah. You don't play thirteen years in the big league looking like that. He's one of those guys where I look at him and I'm like, oh, fuck, I probably could have been in the big leagues after all. <laughs> Like I, you know, you always yeah, give yourself, right? you always give yourself like ah, I just wasn't strong enough, I wasn't whatever enough. It's like, dude, this dude, he's got Ooh. that Nicaraguan strength though. Yeah, you know that strength you get from making it to America from Nicaragua in 1985 or whatever. I'll tell you what, and because this mainly a Philly, right? Yeah, uh, maybe a Ranger, Dodger, too. Dodger. Yeah, um, hard to be a Vince. And not, not be, a, be dude. a dude. So Vince Coleman, shout out to you yeah. for being a fucking <laughs> shameful, not a, not a dude, just a shameful Vince. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well then, Vincente Padilla, dude. That's what I think too. Our last one is the great one, Vince Gully. Now this is tough yeah. because I love Vince Gully. Love Vince Gully too. As a Giant I fan, I want love Vince Gully. Vince Gully to call every ball game. Right. I fucking like. I can't believe that Vin Scully existed and Jessica Mendoza also exists. <laughs> no. I can't believe Vin Scully existed and like half of the guys who do color exist. Like, yeah. give me a play-by-play guy who also knows some shit, who takes 10 minutes to do some fucking research. Who literally has a story for every player in the show. Now, the Little co- Ray Durham. Yeah. The yeah. question is, how does this translate to his... Dudeness. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think being the play-by-play guy and your own color guy just qualifies you as a dude anyway. Yeah. Like, nah, get out of here. I don't need your help. This is how I've always done it. Um, He also broadcasted for literally most of his life. Yeah. 60-something years? Yeah, 60 years. Starting in Brooklyn. Starting in Brooklyn. Right. As like a 22-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, not only baseball, but also uh, football. He was on. Uh, he called the NFC Championship game when I was a kid. The uh, the uh, the catch. He called that. Um, I gotta say, he's a dude just for longevity and doing it all on his own. I'm gonna. Here's why I'm gonna and give, having a style of all. Of here's his why own. I'm gonna give him the dude nod because you know, throughout the years, 
they tried to make him take somebody. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, they gave yeah. Dan Rather Connie Chung at one point. Right. You know what I mean? And he like, took it like a bitch. Yeah. Like he was Joe Maurer taking that DH role. And I don't know the specifics of Vin, if they ever convinced him to have anybody for a second or, like, not. But I know in the end, he was fucking still doing the Vin thing. Yeah. I'm giving Vin a dude. I'm giving him a dude. Dude. And also, at the end of his career, he's like, nah. I'm I'm just doing home games. Yeah. Or I'm like I'm only going as far as Colorado. Yeah. Like, I'm only doing home games. And then for a while he was only doing like he's like, I'll do the first through the fourth, and then I'll do like the sixth through the and you're like, What are you doing for two innings? Like, is you napping? Are yeah. you going to the buffet? Yeah. None of your fucking business. <laughs> yeah. I'm on dude business. He's like he's like, Maybe I'm going deep into internet wormholes to find out like where some of these guys are from and childhood stories about them because god damn it, I gotta do this all by myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he was incredible. He was incredible. It was great. I mean, you you did hear the kind of the same stories. Like I could probably repeat the Ray Durham story. Yeah. Um, but still, just to have a, just a nugget about everybody. And my favorite part about Vin was he would he would do the story as you know the guy came in the plate and he'd drop in what's happening like as he's telling the story yeah you know what i mean it's unbelievable it's like david ryan up to the plate david ryan a virginia native from a uh, beach town outside all ball outside one and oh and then, <laughs> then he goes right back to it raised in a family of 14 yeah one of the storied the storied right family of virginia roll over ground ball to third base right running it out like he's running away from his 13 brothers and he's out <laughs> retired one down for kershaw here in the fourth and you're like how are you how are you do doing that. this <laughs> and it was always so smooth and yeah. so easy it was never like it you could hear him trying yeah it was dope so yeah vin scully absolute dude and also he went with vin yeah just v-i-n just v-i-n it's like fucking like he's a fucking car identification number <laughs> 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 maybe what maybe yeah. he was westworld <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe he's showing us the whole time. Okay, he's just a number. Is that our, is that the Vin dude? That's the Vin, the dudes. Vinny dudes. Yeah. So um, Vince Coleman, you're a fucking sham. Yeah, because it's really it's really hard to be it's a Vince really, and yeah. not be a dude. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. But, you know, yeah. God, you're what a douche. Oh, you um, let all the Vinces down, Vince Coleman. So I, I want to wrap it up with this. There was yeah. a I saw this on For the Win, which is a USA Today sports blog, which I actually really like because it's it doesn't have a fucking douche angle. It's not like yeah. a dead spin or a bar stool. It's just like like it's the it's the sport it's the sports blog equivalent of the paper on the floor outside your hotel room. It's just like <laughs> right. straight to the point. It's got colors. It's got whatever. But they did a thing. Um, who is the second best Major League Baseball player? And it doesn't say in the title who the best is, because I think we all know who the best is, right? Mike Trout. Like, yeah. That's, uh, it, it's like fucking, it's like Top Gun. Right. You know? Yeah. I think we all, yeah, we all, we all know, know who the best, the best. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like Cougar was best. You guys slid in. Um, so the, the question was, who is the second best Major League Baseball player? I think a lot of people would initially go to Bryce Harper. Right. But they did throw out a, a couple names. And I'll I'll just read you. So here's what I'll do. I'm going to read you. They did a vote. And here's the other people that came into the top, however many. Bryce Harper, Jose Altuve, Mookie Betts, Aaron Judge, Chris Bryant, Manny Machado, Joey Votto, Nolan Arenado. Okay. A lot of O's, by the way, at the end. Yeah. There. 
Arenado, Vado, Machado. A lot of vowels. Chris Bryant, Judge, Betts, Altuve, Harper. Correa was also high on the list. Hmm. I would actually throw, not to be a total Giants homer, yeah. but I would throw Madison Baumgartner in that mix just because he's, he's not only maybe the biggest dude in the big leagues, he hits bombs too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to me... To me, and I'm and this is coming from a pitcher, yeah. I've always been... Like it's great, you dominate, but you're still only out there once. You're yeah, still you gotta 20% be in every day. day. You gotta be an everyday yeah. guy. I I tend to look at, um, you know, all these guys are great hitters. Um, I tend to look. So then I'm looking at defense. Is Bryce Harper an incredible defender? No, he's a really good defender. He's a really good defender, but he's not next level. Um, He's also his corner outfielder. Yeah, you know. So I'm kind of looking up the middle, shortstop, second base, center field. So I think Machado, Altuve, um, Altuve, a great defender, not a fucking superstar defender. Yeah, maybe he gets helped out a little bit because Correa's yeah. there too. Big fucking swinging dick though, like <sighs> dude, uh, Altuve. Yeah. I gotta give him a lot of respect for how hard he swings. Every single time. And I, what I like about Altuve, and I like, it It seems to me like as a not Astros fan, when you don't watch him every day, right. it just seems like every home run is such a big home run. You're like, I can't believe you did it. Like, Again. It's unbelievable that this guy's in the big leagues. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. He's winning MVPs, and, I'll, and then I'll still watch him. I'll go, how are you in the bigs? <laughs> You're five What six. is happening? It's like David Eckstein if David Eckstein won MVPs. Right. Or if he ever hit a fucking rocket, yeah. which this dude hits rockets every day. One of my biggest tweets in the last couple of years was during the playoffs. I said something along the lines of, like, how does Jose Altuve manage to even walk around with, with a 10-foot dick? <laughs> you know, like, 10-foot dick, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But I'm going to say, you know, I, I, I didn't go super in-depth on the article if they were saying, like, right now versus – but. It's almost like Carlos Correa's twenty three. <sighs> Stud. Stud. And Machado and Machado is incredible. And now that he's playing shortstop, I gotta give him a little just a little bit of a nod. Um Arenado. Arenado. I don't even know if Machado was a better third baseman than Arenado. Right. Arenado's maybe the best third baseman I've ever seen. I I agree. Like I never saw Brooks Robinson. Yep. Um, but let's be honest. I, I, I've seen Brooks Robinson highlights, right? But when I talk this, about the best players I've ever seen, I, I'm always like in my lifetime. Totally, you know. But also, you know, and I always argue with people about Jordan, LeBron. Like, obviously, that's one of my that's one of the right. hills I will die on. Yeah. But it's just evolution, man. Yeah. Carl Lewis was like the greatest. Sprinter, uh, you know, track and field athlete of all time. His records, he's like he has the tenth fastest hundred meter dash now. You know, they literally he, beat his record every Olympics. Yeah, now. because right. that's the way it goes. Like, yeah. I'm sure Brooks Robinson was fantastic, and I'm sure if Brooks Robinson was only eating quinoa and getting shot up with fucking you know uh, 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 probiotics yeah. and was doing fucking plyometrics, stem cells, and was in a you know in a sound bath every night right. and whatever, he'd been a totally different player. But the bottom line is, if I stand Nolan Arenado next to Brooks Robinson. I'm going to be like, I'm going to take the guy that looks like a professional athlete. Yeah, exactly. And not the guy that looks like the dude who serviced my car the other day. Right, right. And by the way, 
pretty much every really good D1 college third baseman does the shit that, you know, it, we see Brooks Robinson doing all the amazing highlights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barehanded pickup, dive to his left, come up firing, you know? Like, I feel like you could take Todd Frazier and drop him in the 60s. And then and, and they'd whoa. be like, holy shit. Yeah, like, who's the guy. best third baseman in baseball? Brooks Robinson or, or Todd, Todd Frazier? Frazier. Right. Todd Frazier's a great third baseman. Yeah. But I feel like if you if you dropped Nolan Arenado or Machado in the sixties, people would lose their shit. I feel like it would be like uh, it would be like King Kong. They'd right. be like, "We have to shoot him. We don't understand no, the physical." No, no, no. We have presence. to throw rocks at him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Like exactly. absolutely not. Yeah. Just for example, like I was watching the Warrior game with my dad, right, and he's just astounded that these seven footers can dribble with both hands. Yeah. With like, huh? Can dribble at all? Right. Yeah. These guys yeah. are incredible. Yeah. Right? That's why it's like I, I'm always like we're – I mean we're comparing you, – you, you start arguing with like I, I argue with Jordan people and they're like their stats are comparable but, you know, Jordan has more titles. I'm like, yeah, their stats are comparable. LeBron James is playing against literally unicorns <laughs> right. and Michael Jordan was playing against fucking Bill Lambeer. I get it. Bill Lambeer was an asshole. Yeah. But you know why Bill Lambeer is an asshole? Because he didn't belong playing <laughs> professional athletics. Right. The only reason he survived is because he wouldn't push you down. And he could shoot the three. Yeah. Back yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's a fucking joke. The biggest unicorn back in Jordan's day was Detlef Shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Right? right? Sam Perkins. Right. <laughs> Sam Perkins. <laughs> like, those Sam Perkins really has a nice touch from outside. Yeah. Do you know Michael Jordan has 500 threes in his career? 515 threes in his career? No, I didn't know that, but I know Nate Steph Robinson Curry has made 400 Nate threes Robinson, in one year. Nate Robinson has significantly more three-pointers than Michael Jordan in right. his career. Right. Weird, right? And, 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 like, just like, oh, he didn't need to. Don't give me this fucking... Let's not pretend that the best player of all time was like, oh, I could have 33% more points on every shot I take, but I don't want to. Because <laughs> I'm like, old that's, a, that's, as, that's as ridiculous as saying <laughs> the fiercest competitor of all time retired, retired twice voluntarily. <laughs> that, is, that is my biggest beef with the whole Michael LeBron debate. The, the like the it, when, when because he like retired to, twice right and people like to like the the dub like y if you force them into a corner they'll be they'll be like corner dollars and they'll be like uh, killer instinct and you're like the dude retired twice two times two times. <laughs> You know, you know the millions of dollars he was losing on the golf course. LeBron James is taking that and giving to a personal trainer. He's spending one and a half million dollars a year to figure out how to play in a straight finals without dying. Yeah, Michael Jordan played in three and was like, "I am mentally and physically broken, and I am retiring from basketball." That's like literally on the record. After the second three, he's like, "I do not have it in me. I have. I feel like I have nothing left to prove. I don't have." The mental or physical capacity to continue at this rate, I've gone to three consecutive files, finals since my last break. LeBron James is like, that's fucking hilarious, bro. Yeah. That's I've never hilarious. said once in my life I am not physically or mentally able to do anything. And then LeBron James will like cramp up and they'll be like, you're a bitch. Yeah, right. And he's like, well, I've been to eight straight finals. So, yeah, so you know, sometimes you. that takes a little bit of wear and tear on your body. Yeah. With J.R. Smith. Right. <laughs> but that's and the bumps. But to me, like uh, even in baseball, and I think there's less physical. Like I, I feel like the the 
the physicality of baseball is less. Like you see a Bartolo Colon, you see a Vicente Padilla, you see these guys that exist, but the guys the they norm, are not the norm though. The, the ones on this list, they're or all studs. freaks, freaks. freaks, and they're freaks. Like I mean, Jose Altuve next to Pee Wee Reese is like, yeah, you're both five six. One of you hits fucking bombs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of you hits fucking bombs, bro. Yeah. If Jose Altuve had been on the fucking Dodgers. They would have won all the World Series. All of them. They would have been like, oh, well, how do we stop Mickey Mantle? It's like, how about because they have King Kong? <laughs> yeah, he's five foot six. He's five foot six, King Kong. Yeah. So to me, like, I, I don't know, Arenado, um, he's up there. He is really up there. I would put Arenado for sure in the top five baseball players right now. Who else? I, how I, about Chris Bryant? Chris Bryant, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think he's really put up the numbers consistently. Um, he's a good third baseman, but he's not in the same breath to right. me as yeah. Arenado or Machado. Right. Um, so I kind of eliminate him. Mookie Betts? I, you know, Mookie Betts is great. He plays right field. Why doesn't he play center field? Right. I don't know. I haven't I haven't watched him enough, I guess. But but he's been a, you know. An Aaron ad- Judge. One year. I know, I yeah. know. He hit fifty-eight yeah. bombs or whatever. One year, one year. Let me see it for three years. Okay, so here's here's a question, and I, and this is not necessarily the way they posed it because they posed it as second best player. If you could start a baseball franchise right now, and you had the choice of any guy besides I, Mike Trout, uh, no, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> right. say. But you're, first, you would take Mike Trout, right? Right. Yeah. And and so I, you so, have the second pick yeah. in the draft. Who do you take? I think I take Correa. I think I take Correa, dude. Yeah. I think I take Correa. Shortstop, twenty-three, hitting thirty bombs already. Like I think he hits for a higher average than Machado. Um, it same power. Uh, I think I'm. I'm. I don't know who's a better fielder, but they're goddamned. I mean, like, yeah, pick your poison. Yeah, you know, whatever. I think I take Correa. I think I, I think, take Correa too. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that because then I was going to be like, oh, I think I take Carlos Correa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and again, I don't necessarily think that means he is currently the second best player in baseball, right. but I think when you look at it long-term, right. like you said, he plays up the middle. Who would you bet money on basically yeah. long-term money? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, he's got more pop than Lindor who I really like Lindor. Yeah. Too. I like Lindor as well. Um, but smoother and Lindor smooth as fuck. Yeah. But Correa is like tall, lanky, like he's, he's just got that. Yeah. He looks like. Fucking A Rod. He looks like A Rod. Yeah, yeah. And he's do and he's already winning. Yeah. And he's hitting fucking third on that team. He's already better than Derek Jeter. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, that's that goes. Uh, fuck, Didi Gregorius is already Woo, better than Didi Derek Jeter. Didi is a stud. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Didi might be my. If I was picking tenth, I might pick Didi. If I if we were just drafting, I might pick Mad Bomb too because he's just a monster. <laughs> Currently on the DL, like, might take DL. my currently on the DL right. four wheeler driving <laughs> bomb Slump hitting pitcher Buster Marion. <sighs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's uh, that's our episode. Last we did awesome. one twenty today. Oh, pretty good. But if time flew, I, f- I felt like we're really hitting our stride. Yeah, we're we got our there. clean up episode of the show, and yeah. I think that was our best episode. Not gonna lie, kick ass. And uh, maybe it, maybe it was the dude or not a dude Vince 
thing. I, you, Maybe. You dropped that on me yeah. uh, before the show, and it really it was really inspiring. Oh, so uh, what do you got going on? Uh, I got, we got the 11-11 show coming up, uh, May 19th. Um, the gays continue to roll. I continue to pop my calf. I don't know. This could be it, man. I'm really struggling just to stay out there. The worst part about it is I'm seeing the ball great, and I'm hitting the ball great, but I can't run right now. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I got a few shows coming up in May. Um, doing Todd Dorham's UCB show, uh, May 24. And, uh, yeah, putting together the 11 show. So that's what I got. And, and people can follow you on? At Andy Lazarus on Twitter, at Andy Lazarus on Instagram, and uh, my website, andylazarus.com, and uh, Venice Gays on Insta every Sunday. I love, I love Venice. I like, I now check in. I'll tell you what I do and I, what, I, what I recommend to the sliders out there. Yeah. Check in early Sunday on the Gays. And then continue to check in because you guys do a great story and it's nice to keep up with it as it's happening. Yeah. Sometimes on Sunday I'll get busy yeah. and I'll come and there'll be 40 stories and I'm like, I can't, right. you I can't, can't gaze it. Yeah. But when I do, I'll literally check back. I'll be like, what's the score? What <laughs> inning? What's the score? What <laughs> inning? Last week you guys had a, t- you were playing a team that was shit talking to you. I was like, yeah. I kept checking in yeah. and I'm like, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a piece of advice too. Mm. Give me, I want, give me some score updates in the, uh, with, with like text. Right. Give me the the right. inning and the score. Give you the facts. Yeah, because yeah. I want to know what's going on. Right. And uh, and but yeah, it's hilarious to check in with the gays. Oh yeah. Well, thanks, dude. It, it is tough keeping up the Insta story, managing the team, and and you yeah. know you, trying you to put it together. Insta- what happened to like having Insta story girls? Like uh, that used yeah, to be your well, shit. Like I'm gonna have to get a new one because Paige is completely involved in the Diaz Studio of Dance. Now. Right. Yeah. She's uh, for the next year. She's gonna be. Into that. Well, so if you're gotta, a slider in the Los Angeles area, yeah, and you, you want to be the gay's Insta Story guy, yeah. we could use it or lady, yeah, or girl. Do you yeah. think we have one girl listener? Think Mendoza checks in. I bet you. You know who I bet? Che- I bet you Wendy, who's a who's a, a dirty sports uh, fan. Wendy up in the Bay. I bet you she's a dirty slider. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wendy in the Bay. I like it. I like it. We'll see. We'll see if she replies to this on, on right. Twitter. I hope you, maybe yeah, maybe I it hope turns out she was an Andy Ruther fan the whole time. And it's like <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, damn it, it's Lazarus. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, uh, what at you got, Joe? At Joe Prano on Instagram. At Fix Your Life on Twitter. Uh, the stadiums and stand-up tour is oh, coming exciting. to you very very soon. I will have a tour poster launched uh, in the next week or so, so that you will be able to. Double check and confirm the stadiums and stand-up uh, dates that I will be doing, but it starts. We want to see your face on the poster, Joe. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, I've been going back and forth. I just love. I just. I just hate my face. So I don't. Th- I don't I'm not sure it's going to be on the poster. <laughs> Everybody knows, but uh, if you see, what a are you Ma- talking about? You got a great face. If you, you see got a great a, face. If you see a Mets hat and a mustache, you it's think, Joe Prano. Well, you think Keith Hernandez. Yeah, right. And then if you see a microphone, you're like, it's Joe Prano. Yeah, but if you go the glasses, maybe you just go, you go the glasses, the mustache, and the Mets hat. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're Joe, it's Joe Prano. So uh, it starts next week up in your hood. Oh, yeah? Uh, starts with Are you doing Purple Astros at Oakland A's. Ooh. I'm going to watch our second best player in baseball, Carlos Correa, and the world champion Houston Astros at Oakland Coliseum on Wednesday the 8th, I believe. It's a day game. Thursday, Friday at the setup at the Beer Basement in San Francisco. Saturday, uh, Laugh City in Oakland. Sunday, uh, TBD. So if you're thinking 
And if you're thinking about coming to any of these shows on the stadiums and stand-up store, continually check back on my website as the date gets closer and confirm times, dates, locations, everything subject to change. This is a very organic and loose and free-flowing tour. So keep checking in. Uh, Washington, a couple uh, dates in the summer. New York, New Jersey, uh, Tahoe, all on JoePrano.com. So check that out. Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Slides. Send us your dude or not a dude. Don't DM it. Send it with the, ha- with the hashtag dude or not a dude so we can add it to the book of Deuteronomy. Love that. And, yeah, rate, review, subscribe to the Dirty Sports Podcast on uh, iTunes and uh I have news for you, Andy. Mm. Uh, the other Andy, pushing hard, has seen the success of Dirty Slides, pushing hard for Dirty Slides to become its own show on the Dirty Sports Network. Wow. Its own feed, its own thread. Wow. Possibly, you know, have its own sponsors. The hope, whole, hope. The whole, That'd be great. The whole jam. Can we so. get a flag and anthem? I yeah. Need, can we yeah. get some flag and anthem gear over yeah, here? Yeah, man. I need, some, I need some new gear. So uh, if you like Dirty Slides and you've never written a review of uh, the Dirty Sports podcast, go over to Dirty Sports right now and leave a review saying, you know what? Took me years, but I love Dirty Slides so much. I'm going to put it this way. If we see some Dirty Slides reviews on the iTunes, we'll, we'll make it official. and we'll, we'll, we'll branch out. We'll go to our own show. Oh, that'd we'll be amazing. We'll have our own logo. Oh, You'll, you'll, maybe we'll put your face on uh, Chase Utley. My, <laughs> <laughs> my face on, <laughs> my face on uh, Ruben Tejada. Yeah. And uh, we'll do it. Uh, Laz, thanks for being here. Anything else you got? That's about it, buddy. All right. Fuck Chase Sutley. Fuck him.